From our A-League to the English Premier League. From the man you read. To a Brazilian named Fred. From the Socceroos. To the latest round ball news. From Harry Kuehl's tattoo. To Cantona's Kung Fu. Want to hear the best world football show on the planet? Well, stand in queue. For Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Get behind your local club. Muchas gracias for Diego's. Welcome, amigos. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. My name is Carlos Alberto Diego. With me today is Rodrigo Rodriguez, Cactus Chris Couch, and Jose Throbbing Blue Vein Gorgonzola. We're four blokes who love our world footy, and we want to tell you all about it. So, Rodrigo, what have we got in the show for listeners tonight? Well, Carlos, in the aftermath of the Socceroos' gutsy Asian Cup and quarterfinal win against Iraq, we share a double-shot soft sombrero moment with Melbourne Heart captain who played in the Melbourne Derby, Simon Colosimo, and SBS commentator Craig Foster. And Cactus tells us about the latest man manager feud in his EPL rap. Rodrigo searches for weapons of mass destruction at the Asian Cup and brings us the fallout from the fiery and smoky Melbourne derby in his Oz scene. And we talk a German football stripper band that can't be right. A kidnapped player training jam and a player who forgot he owned a Porsche somewhere near Catalan and much, much more. So all you sensitive hooligans out there, hang on your sombreros. Coming up, it's a Socceroos Late Show update with Rodrigo, so stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos Rodrigo, Cactus and Jose on the Four Diego's across Australia. You can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy Diego style. Coming up, it's Cactus and feuding managers in the EPL. But first, it's Rodrigo and a very happy Asian Cup update. Happy but tired, Carlos, because <laughs> Australia defeated Iraq 1-0 uh, in the quarterfinal of the Asian Cup in Qatar. Harry Kuehl scored in the 118th minute, which of course was extra time. So that's why I'm tired. I, uh, I was hoping that the game would be over by half-time <laughs> yes, and uh, just happy to go to bed, sleep comfortably with yeah. a 3-0 lead. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you boys. I actually didn't watch it last night. I watched the replay this yeah. morning and I, and I was still tired by the end of it. <laughs> Good move. Harry, still, I couldn't make it. Harry was loving every minute of him. Sure, he could have finished the game in the 40th minute, but he was just loving running around up there as a single prong himself. He just <laughs> And by the way, at the end, he did enjoy that goal celebration too, showing that tat on the uh, on the left arm, I think, mm-hmm. on the left shoulder yep. arm. It was almost like one of those sleeves, those colourful Sleeves. Well, it's the first time I've ever seen the uh, tattoo in full, Carlos, unhindered by clothing. You know, nice colours, big, bold statement. It's definitely one he's going to regret when he gets older. And let me tell you, life must be good in Turkey, because I, I noticed a couple of love handles appearing on uh, Harry Kuehl. He used to be uh, quite uh, svelte there for a little while. He but... did, I noticed exactly the same <laughs> yeah, thing, right. I did. It's a baklava love handles there, uh, Jose. I've got them myself. Uh, do they, they do fried cheese over there too oh, or yeah, something? Is yeah. that what they do in Turkey? Sure it's a delicacy do. over Lovely. there. Now, what I loved about last night's game, there was revenge all about it. Of course, we were trying to get back at them for the 2007 Asian Cup uh, 3-1 shellacking or embarrassment it was back then uh, with our full side with uh, the golden generation in it. But uh, they beat us 3-1 there, went on to win that. And, of course, there were some little intimations by Lucas Neal before the game that uh, we want revenge, and the revenge was sweet. And there was a bit of hate-respect about last night. A lot of hate-respect, Carlos. <laughs> no weapons of mass destruction in the Iraqi team this uh, this time, Carlos. But Lucas Neal and Sasha Ognanovsky, I thought, were excellent in this game. They were kind of like, you know, two big bouncers at nightclubs that will only let you get through if you've got a couple of really good-looking good girls with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, 
congratulations to Matty Mackay as well, doing the A-League proud. And uh, I thought he was the live wire and, uh, you know, he his was the assist that uh, made Harry head of the ball. Well, he could have helped out Jose because he had three <laughs> guilt-edge chances early on in the game and fluffed every one of them. But I, I do hear you, he was uh, he was very good. I'm actually saying, Pim, you were wrong about Matty Mackay. Pim, you were wrong about Sash Ognowski. Pim, you were right about Holman. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, Pim, you were wrong. No, no, he was right about Brett Holman. Wasn't he very, very good going one way? Holes is is a guy who goes one way. Mm. Yes. Uh, he just likes to go up. As soon as the ball goes behind him, nothing to do with me. No. I hope he's not injured, actually. He and uh, Tim Cale uh, obviously got subbed. But, uh, you know, Timmy, I think Timmy's due. And, of course, the uh, semi-final is against uh, Uzbekistan. Looking forward to that. Uh, both both teams play a European style of football. And, of course, the big uh, Japan versus South Korea game. Looking forward to that one as well. Now, is Harry Kuhl going to be ready after being, uh, you know, he had his neck is crushed in the uh, goal <laughs> celebration? Neil Kilkenny... Just so you know, just in case you don't know, when there's a goal celebration happening, don't go at Harry via the groin because we know all the <laughs> issues that uh, Harry's had uh, in that area. But maybe that's what the physios say. You've got to test that groin in all situations. Thanks yes. very much, Rodrigo Rodriguez. A fantastic Asian Cup update. Uzbekistan, coached by Borat, coming up during the week. Cannot wait for that. Uh, coming up, it's uncles having a crack at each other in the EPL with the cactus. So stick around across Australia. This is the 4 Diego's. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diego's at fordiegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Also, join us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash fordiegos. Coming up, it's Jose asking, is it rabbit season or duck season? But first, Cactus, there's angst in the EPL. There is. Uh, we all know that. Darren Bent uh, completed his 24 million pound transfer from Sunderland to, to Aston Villa during the week. But ridiculous. The... Ridiculous transfer. Big money. money for that guy there. Not necessarily. If you look at his record, he's, he's, he scores a goal every other game. That's this a good striker. Is a, this is a guy that Harry Redknapp said uh, his wife was a better striker than him. <laughs> <laughs> there was a goal that he couldn't finish. He said, my wife could have kicked that goal. So well, that's all we're talking about here. 24 million poons, yep, yep. Cactus. Well, records are records. But uh, <laughs> the managers have been at it. Steve Bruce and Gerard Houllier. Now, Steve Bruce has just gone at Gerard with a, with a bit of abuse midweek over the fact that Gerard didn't give him a call and they should have sorted it out, manager to manager, all this sort of thing. Well, Gerard's fired back. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Gerard believes that it's because he's French. Oh, uh-huh. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably is. Probably, I was going to say, there's no doubt it is, but Gerard, there's something you should know. You're in England. Yes. Yep. That's what happens. Absolutely. If you're French, they come after you. So uh, The problem with Gerard Houllier is he's an uncle, right? Yep. You can't be an uncle and win things in EPL football. We've talked about this over and over again. He's a good. He's a guy that everyone loves. He's an old soul man. He's a guy that you you know invite to Christmas. He has a snooze in the afternoon, a little bit of a cat nap in the <laughs> afternoon. He will not win things for you, and that's why he signs people like Darren Bent. Darren Bent will not win things. He won't win kissing your sister cups. He won't win league champs. He won't win champions leagues. That's why there's a problem with Jared Hulia. Well, I think the the problem here obviously is with uh, Steve Bruce saying that uh, I wanted him to come up to me and uh, let me know what he was doing, that he was trying to poach my player. But uh, is that is that the difference here? That the English people would go up to him and say, "Listen, Stevie, I'm tapping your player. Right? <laughs> don't don't do anything about it. Don't well, tell the media. Don't yeah. tell you." And the French, what well, they do, just uh, a bit of skullduggery behind the scenes. Yeah, maybe. Well, Gerard know? Gerard says that Steve Bruce needs to 
catch up with the times. And now that there's these directors of football who do that sort of business, it's not with the managers anymore. You know, they hand in their transfer lists and the directors of football just sort all that out now. Well, I quietly uh, reckon that uh, Sunderland's just very, very happy. Just quietly <laughs> rejoicing <laughs> over the 24 well, million poon. He's not payout. that bad. He's not. He's, to get twenty four million pounds for a, a guy like Darren Bent is a that's a windfall. He's now the most Go, expensive English footballer yeah, uh, playing the game. He's not amazing. that good, and he scores <laughs> goals for you know middle of the table sort of teams. It doesn't you know doesn't count for anything that when you really want to win stuff. Now cactus, of mm. course, Jermaine Pennant's yeah. in the news. Story of the week, without, <laughs> well, my story of the week without a shadow of a doubt. Now Jermaine Pennant uh, was playing in La Liga uh, in uh, in two thousand nine before he moved across back to the uh, to the Premier League um, with Stoke. Now. Apparently, he left his Porsche in the local train station for five months. <laughs> As you do. Because yeah. he, he forgot he owned it. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Now, his, his club in, uh, in Spain, Zaragoza, gave him a call yeah. and said, Germain, you've left your Porsche at the train station for five months. <laughs> yeah. He didn't believe them. He actually didn't believe that because he couldn't remember actually owning it. And the way that they, the way that they proved it to him was that they had to send him his number plates, which had pennant written on there. That's the only way he knew that it was his. But the keys were still in the car. Yeah, that that was the issue. They yeah. were on the seat yeah. in the car. We're not talking about a bloke who's a neurosurgeon here. No. He actually uh, spent ninety days in the big house a few years ago. Uh, he drink driving. Uh, by the way, when he got caught by the police, he he told the police he was actually cold. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, and he obviously forgot that he was Jermaine Pennant. He right. probably believed yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep an eye on Jermaine Pennant. Good footballer, but not much up top. Thanks very much, Cactus Chris Couch. Coming up next is Alma Fudd running FIFA. Jose will tell us all about it, so stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Jose, a Bundesliga club, wants to ban strippers. St. Pauli, obviously a, a religious club. Yes. They, uh, they, one of their, one of their um, sponsors had a corporate box. And, of course, this sponsor owns a, uh, a male entertainment centre. <laughs> mm-hmm. A strip joint. So they've put, they've put poles into this corporate box. And whilst yeah. the game's going, they have their pole dancers and yeah. strippers going. Yeah. And yeah. the club said, no, no good. However... After the 90th minute, <laughs> strippers can come on. Oh, it's free for all. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and they only did it after the 90 minutes because the uh, fans of the club uh, revolted, didn't they? <laughs> That's as right. far as I'm concerned, it's all about the members. The members are the most important people at a club, especially at this club. What were the fans revolting over that anyway? I quite find it funny, but couldn't they have just tinted the windows? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. right. I guess one of the problems they had was this was the first club to introduce a kindergarten yeah, at their ground so that people could leave their kids whilst the game was on. Yeah, now, yeah. let's hope the kindergarten wasn't next to the corporate strip box. Yeah. And But I don't see a problem with strip boxes. They should do more of it, Jose. I reckon they'd sell more corporate uh, spots. In fact, let's let's. The rule should be: forget about the ninety-minute rule. I oh, know have the ninety-minute rule, but let's just say if the side goes three down, yeah. strippers come on. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, three strippers go up. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course, we're the oracles of world football, Jose. Yeah. I'll pass it on to St. Paulie, uh, the management of St. Paulie this week. Coming up, we catch up with SBS football commentator Craig Foster. Stay with us across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Feel the Melbourne heart. Soar with the Newcastle Jets. For Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. 
If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diegos at 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Join us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 4diegos. Coming up, Cactus on the kidnapped footballer who missed training. But first, we catch up with the Oracle of World Football in Oz. Please, a big 4diegos welcome to Craig Foster. Thanks for joining us, Fozzie. Okay, guys, my pleasure. I'm Carlos Alberto Diego. Uh, first up, uh, let's talk the Asian Cup. Uh, it was a gutsy win by the boys last night against Iraq. Uh, one game now away from the final. Can the boys go all the way and win this uh, Yum Cha Cup? <laughs> well, there's no question they can. Um, we'll need a bit of luck along the way, but that's always the case. Uh, we had a little bit last night, but as you said, the spirit within there. And each each game they find someone else to step up. You know, Yedinak in the last game, this time Harry, that's all good signs. Uh, Ognanovsky, you know, had a fantastic game last night and, you know, I think he's, to some degree, he's proved me wrong. I wasn't, whilst I didn't really say publicly, I was a bit sceptical. I just wasn't sure if he could step up to that higher level and each game has improved, was fantastic in the game last night, as was Matty Mackay. So it's a question, I guess, of uh, preparation for the next game. Uzbekistan have looked very strong um, and we have one day less, of course. Also injuries, and we'll see how Timmy is and everything. But the experience in the side now of tournaments is is greater than any team we've ever put on the park. Uh, and these guys are capable of winning it for sure. Fozzie Cactus here, mate. Now, we were the better team last night, but we're missing a bit of a cutting edge up front. We're not putting away our chances or even a even a, a large percentage of our chances. Now, this could mean the difference between winning and losing the competition in the end. Do we need to live with this a bit, or is there a prolific, potent prong out there ready to come to the fore? <laughs> I'm not sure about a prong, but uh, look, I can't see one right now. And certainly, if you're going to bring one of the younger guys through, it's too late. That that had to happen in the last eight, nine games. So this is what it is. Uh, the positive for me was that we're only going back six months, and we used to create very few opportunities. Um, and thankfully, we generally took them. If you remember the Bahrain game when Bresch scored basically our only chance in the whole game, a bunch of those, we'd create three and win 2-0. Uh, now they're at least creating more than what we did only just a few months ago. So there's a much more aggressive mindset. They're, they're far higher up the park, uh, defending much higher, um, taking the initiative much more. In, in terms of possessing the ball, I think we're not quite where we'd all like to see it. But certainly uh, he's got them playing, I think, more in a style that at least we're enjoying. If they're creating chances, eventually Holman's going to put one away that he had. Matty Mackay was on his right foot, not his left. Nevertheless, had a fantastic game. He'll score something on his left. So my concern is only when I sit and see a defensive performance with very few chances rather than what I saw last night. Here on the 4 goes across Australia, you're listening to a special soft sombrero moment with SBS commentator Craig Foster. Now, Fozzie, it's Cactus again, mate. You must have been proud of the Saudi FA uh, <laughs> during the past week or two. They sacked their manager after the first one, and after their first game, and then sacked their, man- their second manager after the third game. I must admit, that's a hell of an effort. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's taking it to the extreme, but yeah, that's, uh, credit to them. Uh, it's a fantastic effort. It's unlikely to ever be replicated. <laughs> so you don't think you've got a career there, Fozzie? Um, mate, look, I'll I tell you what, I could quite possibly get a position on their board if that's the way they're Mate, I'm waiting for the call. Uh, the, the line's open any time. Mate, thanks for joining us again today. My pleasure. That was a special soft sombrero mate with SBS football commentator Craig Foster. Coming up, if you want to miss training, you need an excuse. Have a listen to Cactus next up. So stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Rise 
with the Wellington Phoenix. Get Gold Coast United. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diegos on Triple M. Cactus, what's been happening in Brazil? Yeah, big news, Carlos. Uh, there's a Brazilian striker over there. His name's Somalia. Now, he has had to apologise <laughs> to Campeonato Brasileiro side Botafogo for falsely reporting yep. that he was late for training because he was kidnapped. <laughs> now, That's a novel uh, excuse. Very <laughs> novel. If anyone doesn't want to go to work tomorrow morning, there's one for you. Now, uh, the Rio de, one of Rio de Janeiro's leading clubs, and uh, they threatened their players with a 40% pay cut if they're late for training. So Somalia said that he was... For, he, made a police report, says that he was forced to drive around to cash machines at gunpoint yeah. for two hours at yeah. 7 o'clock in the morning, but apparently there's CCTV footage <laughs> showing him at home... In a drunken stupor. ...recovering from a big night out. Now, I can imagine him and his mates, all, I'm going to be late for training, can you come up with a plan? What's the plan? And these guys are just scratching around while they're just uh, you know nibbling away at their little uh, munchies because they're so, <laughs> they've just had all sorts of you know recreational stuff going on that night. Cactus, the question I have is, how do you have CCTV just watching you sit around at home? <laughs> I don't know. It's just in the report, Jose. But now you've got to you've got to applaud him for the attempt. I mean, it's a wonderful attempt. He didn't want to get the 40% pay cut. But unfortunately now, because he reported it to the police, he could face six months in jail. <laughs> that, that reminds me of a story. Uh, in 2006, Brazilian striker Ricardo Oliveira missed training yeah. uh, because he was nine days late uh, when he went to uh, Spain, to Real Betis. But he missed training because he was fined a million euro and he suffered shock. So he was in shock <laughs> at being fined a million euro For missing training. For missing training. Fantastic. So training it's uh, self-perpetuating. But yeah. thanks very much, Cactus. We'll keep an eye on Somalia. Jeez, what a funny name that is for a Brazilian <laughs> footballer. But next up, it is Jose bringing us a Jose Mourinho update. Stay with us across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Get with Sydney FC for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. And you can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy, Diego style. Coming up, it's a special soft sombrero moment with Melbourne Heart captain Simon Colosimo. But first, Jose, what's the latest on the special one? Yeah, the special one, the... I've referred to him as the Nowhere Man, Carlos, because... Um, of course, he, you're talking about Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho, yes. he, he's the special one. Once again, he, there is a rift in the club that he's coaching, and this time the rift is with the... How many clubs have a director general? <laughs> uh, anyway, they've got a director general. Uh, the United Nations do. Yeah. He's not even the president, the director general. No, there's, no. There's actually someone higher than him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but he's the, yeah, the director general. But he, you don't want to have a stash with the director general. Yeah, but that's Real Madrid for you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they have a, probably yeah, a couple of different uh, you know, non-titles above the president. Yeah, that's like right. Like Jesus and God. <laughs> no, it would be Jesus. Above yeah, that. That's yeah. exactly right. But um, look, there's been a bit of a, a rift between uh, it's George uh, uh, Valdano, the director general, and uh, the coach, but, but obviously both of them are now saying that there, there is no rift. And good mates, they, apparently. Yeah, good mates. Yeah. Very, very happy. However, uh, Jose Mourinho's come out to say that um, he's not making any decisions about what's going to happen next year. Uh, you know, he'll just sit it out and, you know, bide his time. Can't he just get on with people? I mean, I love the special one. There's, there's, you know, no better coach in the world as far as I'm concerned. His players love him, but he just doesn't get on with media or hierarchy. 
Guys, he's just this is Groundhog Day. This is a Jose Mourinho Groundhog Day. It does it everywhere. As soon as he gets a little bit of a, a foothold in the club and he starts feeling like he's uh, too important to replace, he starts playing these games. Right. He starts worrying people around him that he might leave. And uh, and all he needs to do now is back up with a couple of wins. And I notice he won. Uh, he beat Atletico Madrid during the week in the Copa del Kissing Your Sister uh, <laughs> to qualify for yeah. the uh, semi final. And uh, because of that, he starts feeling self important. He starts making people around him nervous. That's right. But what happens yeah. is, uh, he, he, you're right, um, Rodrigo, his players do love him. And if, if Jose can make everybody else hate him, but the players love <laughs> oh, him, yeah. then he creates that siege, siege. mentality. Siege. Cactus uh, does like it all the time. He yeah. loves the siege this mentality. Is, this, is your, this is Cactus's life. It's a siege around him all the time. See, you guys love me. <laughs> <laughs> but... As you can see from the Twitter, <laughs> the fans hate me. Yeah, the man, the, the Liverpool fans hate you. By <laughs> the way. Liverpool yeah, fans, yeah. exactly right. From last week, so you trended last week. By I the know, way, trended. Yeah, so. I, I trend every week. But, <laughs> so what you got? Jose, hate. Jose, because he's your namesake. Yeah, Jose, Jose. Yeah, he's, he's a throbbing blue vein like you. I don't know if he's got that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. But, but he certainly is a bloke who is playing games at the moment. He'll win things and he'll walk away like he does with every other club. That's won't right. He? Maybe he's just trying to set a record to see how many clubs he can, if he can be the one to coach the, the most. Clubs. Oh, but he's successful everywhere, which yeah, is fantastic. He, he is. We well, know we know where he's going next, right? He'll be at Man United. Oh, yeah, you're hoping. Mate. No question. The, the next Sir Alex. Thanks very much, uh, Jose, with a magnificent global scene. Coming up next, we catch up with Melbourne Heart captain Simon Colosimo in the aftermath of a fantastic uh, derby last night in Melbourne. So stay with us across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar for Hyundai A League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diego's at fourdiegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash fourdiegos. Coming up, it's Rodrigo's A-League review. But first, last night's derby between Melbourne Victory and Melbourne Heart was another classic. And joining us today to talk about it is Hart's Captain Courageous, please, a big four Diego's welcome to Simon Colosimo. Thanks for joining us, Simon. I'm Carlos Alberto Diego. Close to 33,000 at the Dome last night. Fantastic atmosphere. Magic set piece by Hernandez. A memorable fight back by you guys. Controversy drama. But in the end, no three points for you guys. Uh, what are your feelings today? Yeah, look, there's uh, they're a little bit bittersweet. I mean, we, um, I think uh, we, we really we, we won in every aspect. Uh, apart from picking up the three points in terms of uh, our supporters, our corporates, our board, our our club as a whole that really came together last night. And I think we, we probably did enough to get the three points, but as we know in our game, we, you don't always get it. Unfortunately, Simon, it's Cactus here, mate. Um, last night's game is going to be remembered for not the great spectacle that was out there on the pitch at Eddie Had Stadium, but... Uh, but the tackle from Kevin Musket. Uh, can you give us a bit of an update on Adrian Zara? And um, is there any possible way that... I know he's had a press conference today, but is there any possible way that Muskie can justify his actions uh, and possibly ending the career of a, of a young kid? Uh, look, I think the, the ending the career part is going going a little bit too far. I know that there was there was some you know press in the paper, and I think it was taken out of context when, when, when John said it last night in the press conference. Um, you know, he basically just said that you know those kind of tackles aren't aren't warranted and they're not needed on a on a football pitch. But look, Adrian Adrian got some uh, well, I, I don't know whether to call it good news, but uh, you know he's definitely um, 
uh, torn some some ligaments, but they're not completely ruptured. So so that's that's good news. And uh, look, we're no one's going to put a date on anything. It's only a day out, but you'll see some surgeon this week, and uh, hopefully we'll have him back for the start of pre-season for next season. Uh, what's Kevin Musket the man like? Because he's being much maligned on the social media networks at the moment. Uh, is there a big difference between Kevin Musket the man on the field and the Kevin Musket the man off the field? Ah, uh, definitely. Definitely, uh, you know, I, I'll, I've had this discussion with with a number of people, and look, Kevin's Kevin's a wonderful person. He really is. Um, when he goes on that field, he goes and and he bleeds those colours. Doesn't matter who he's playing for, whether it be, you know, the the fifty odd caps he's got for the Socceroos, which says a lot about the the kind of footballer he is and and how good a footballer he is, or whether it be you know playing at, at club level wherever he's been. So. I mean, we know we know what we're going to get from Kevin. So, look, in terms of of him being a person off the pitch, there's no there's no question that um, you know he's he's got the utmost respect from from you know I'd say 99% of of players going around. You know, when he when he steps out, like I said, he he bleeds those colours and uh, you know he pushes his team and you know maybe he goes over the line sometimes over the limit. But uh, look, you know that's Kevin, and you know I, I don't really want to dwell on. On that, uh, you know, I, I think uh, you know what we're what we're missing and what we should be talking about is the great spectacle that it was. You know that uh, you know we, we we never really gave up. We uh, we were two down, and uh, I think from from that moment that Carlos scored, um, you know, we really took control of the game. Simon, great talking to you as always, mate. Fantastic game last night. Fantastic spectacle, and I'm sure Melbourne fans will have something to look forward to many, many years to come with this Melbourne derby. It is huge. So congratulations on last night. Bad luck about the three points. I'm sure you'll uh, put a big effort in to make the finals. Thanks very much, guys. Always a pleasure. That was a special Soft Sombrero moment with the Melbourne Heart captain Simon Colosimo. Next up, it's the latest A-League news with Rodrigo, so stay tuned across Australia. This is the 40 Diego's. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Welcome back. This is the Four Diego's across Australia with Carlos, Rodrigo, Cactus and Jose. Rodrigo, what's the latest on the A-League front? It was a festival of goal scoring at the weekend, Carlos. We had Adelaide and uh, North Queensland Fury. 8-1. Adelaide uh, thrashed them. Fury were playing great Kippel Island football. <laughs> <laughs> They're on their end-of-season trip. They've been on their end-of-season trip for the last three weeks. That's true. Shouldn't, was... they, shouldn't they be playing shop window football? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They, they should yeah. be. There were about 11,000 people there. Sergio Van Dyke and Marcos Flores both scored hat-tricks. Gold Coast United defeated uh, Newcastle Jets 5-1 in front of 15,000 people who play, who didn't pay to get in, but obviously <laughs> paid some money for the floods. Bruiser Bruce scored the most unattractive hat-trick. Uh, Bruce Jidde, unattractive, scrappiest hat-trick. It was just all scraps in the penalty area. Oh, I would kill for that opportunity <laughs> to score a hat-trick like that. He's loving Shane Smelts back in that team, I can tell you. And then, of course, the big derby. Melbourne victory uh, drew with Melbourne Hart 2 all in front of 32,231 in what was a fantastic celebration of A-League football. Let me just say, I'm going to make a call, Jose. I know you yep. call me on these uh, outrageous calls. Five years' time, 60,000, 70,000 at the MCG. Melbourne Heart, Melbourne Victory. I'm calling it now, boys. Mark it down the day. Yep. Not outrageous at all, Carlos. I'm going to support that. Um, I'm tipping that uh, some flares won't get in for some reason. A couple of lovely flares that uh, you know improve the ambiance in the uh, closed Eddie Had Stadium. But uh, the football was tough and uncompromising. The goals were top draw. And Alex Tia, another overhead oh, kick yeah. uh, just to pass the ball this time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let's hope that uh, that sixty seventy thousand is in the winter. There are some uh, <laughs> Melbourne Heart fans that should keep their shirts on too. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, obviously, absolutely. Now, obviously, the major talking point in this game was uh, Kevin Muskett's uh, just shocking tackle on uh, young Adrian Zara. Which, it was a uh, wild tackle. Well, it, was, it was wild agricultural lace through. They reckon. Well, he would have missed two balls if they were on top yeah. of each other. And uh, you know, basically, where um, you know the young fella Adrian Zara is looking at a long time. Um, out of, out of the game. And, of course, Kevin Muscat has come out and apologised today in the media. But, uh, Kevin, mate, you, you've just... you've you have just undoing everything that yeah. you've, you've fought for. Well, the truth is uh, it won't happen because I'm not sure the FFA would dish out a punishment like this, but he shouldn't play again this year. And then he can make a decision in the off-season whether he goes on next year. But the kid's out for a long, long time, mm-hmm. you know, and... Like you said, Rodrigo, if there was a ball on top of the other, on mm. top of the ball that he actually went over the top of, he would have missed that one too. It was a sh- just a shocking, shocking challenge. Yeah, well, it uh, remains to be seen what the match review panel says. Uh, I'm calling it like cactus, I think. And uh, Pevin Musk would probably say the same thing. Uh, punish me because I deserve it. He came out very contrite in the press conference today, but we'll wait and see. Thanks very much, boys. Thanks, Cactus. Thanks, Rodrigo. Thanks, Jose. I'm Carlos Alberto. Remember, for your dose of world footy, tune into the Four Diego's right here every week. If you want to contact the Diego's, drop us a line at Diego's at Four Diego's.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S dot com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 4Diego's. And you can check out our magnificent podcast at 4Diego's.com. So remember, Cactus. Wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Wherever you samba, rumba, and la bamba, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever gringos play football, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. We are the Diego's. Olé. Olé. Triple M.